My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. We have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Welcome well, back, everybody. Oh. I saw you coughing in the window, so I was going to tell everybody welcome back. But you uh, seem to have recovered for the moment. Just barely. Just barely. It's day 11 billion of me not being in the show intro, so just want everybody to... It's actually ten billion nine hundred ninety nine million five hundred forty five thousand three. Like the speaker vote. Yes, there have been about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm actually excited to do this show to get a break from the speaker vote because it's been my day for the past three days, and it's it's Groundhog Day. It is. It is. So we're we're going to give some updates, obviously, on the speaker vote. Vote speaker vote speaker vote on the speaker vote. Uh, it's been actually kind of entertaining. Uh, seeing, <laughs> seeing some of these nominations and what's been going on. But uh, I'll remind everyone, number one, all eyes on the Supreme Court. Yep. Uh, big cases tomorrow, NSO Group. Uh, Tory Morris's case, uh, Tory out of Ohio, as well as the Brunson case. Uh, so we do need our eyes on that, and everyone should be watching the Supreme Court and what is going to be moving there just as much as everyone is paying attention to these clowns in Congress right now. Uh, because there are some massive, massive uh, implications to some of these cases. And it's going to be very interesting to see how the Supreme Court does rule. Again, miracles already that some of these cases have even made it there. Right. Um, but a lot, of the, a lot of the things that are going on obviously relate to January 6th, uh, which is something that we cannot... Uh, we cannot let it be forgotten. We cannot give up on this. We still have people who are uh, rotting in prison uh, for committing no crimes or for uh, trespassing, being treated as uh, essentially foreign enemies in their own country and being tortured and abused. And uh, additionally, we still have the FBI targeting uh, American citizens and uh, arresting them as of just the last 30 days. Do you have any word on when uh, Lights, Camera, J6 is coming out? It should be any day now. Yeah, uh, I thought I heard you say it was going to be today. She said she was hoping for the 5th. Uh, I was looking through her, her stuff. I haven't seen it uh, today, but uh, she said if it's not the 5th, it'll be probably in the next few days. So I would look for that by, uh, by Monday. I would imagine awesome. after talking to her that it's going to be out by then. And I'm very, very eager to see that. Me too. Me too. You know, I was I was just having a, a conversation a little bit earlier with one of the 
sales guys here and mentioned, you know, he's like, oh, your voice sounds a little raspy. I said, yeah, you know, it usually does. I was gassed by the U.S. government without cause or warning and kind of destroyed my vocal cords. And uh, he goes, what do you mean? I said, oh, on, on January 6th, they were launching, you know, flashbangs with, with CS gas towards the crowd of peaceful people away from the violence. And I, I was one of those people. And like, you were, you were at January 6th? Yeah. Yeah, I was. I've always been super open about that. In fact, when I got back, um, I got a, I was still in corporate America at the time. And on January 7th, I got back and I, in my work email, had an email from the, the chairman of the firm that I worked for talking about how we were all, uh, we were all terrorists and how it was the worst attack on U.S. soil, blah, blah, blah. I called him up, called the co-founder of the, uh, of the firm that I worked for and said, hey, I was there. Um, this is, this is lies that we're being told. And just, I always go back to remember how many cameras were pointed at that space on January 6th. Every news outlet in the world had cameras there, not to mention everybody with their cell phones, everybody with their, their own cameras, podcasters, everybody had cameras on that space, but we didn't see the first evidence of violence against the American people at the hands of the Capitol Police until June of 2021. And it was Gateway Pundit that broke it. So what about all the other cameras that were pointed? What about all the other outlets? Why was the violence on the American people, the peaceful American people, the, the grandparents and, and women and children and babies that were gassed by the U.S. government, why wasn't that shown until several months later? Uh, it's, it points to massive cover-up because how can you contain that many cameras? In this day and age, how can you contain that many cameras? How can you not have at least one outlet say, hey, look at what they're doing, right? We saw the violence of the police um, during the summer of burn, loot, and murder. We saw violence showing, showing the police being violent against people, mostly peaceful protesters, right? We're told um, many violent people. And we were told that's bad. That violence against those American people, even though they're protesting, even though they're burning down federal buildings, that violence is bad. But on January 6, 2021, the U.S. Capitol Police launched flashbangs full of CS gas into a crowd. They smacked people with them. There's, there's all kinds of videos you can find now. But it was covered up for a very long time. And that leads into... Um, our guests today, you know, a couple weeks ago, I wrote an article and I sent it to you in Slack. I don't know if you want to throw it up. Praying Grandma and the Eroding Rights of Americans and told the story of Rebecca Lavrens and how she was waved into the Capitol, went in to pray, spoke to Capitol Police officers while she was inside and then tracked down and insinuated in some sort of crime by the FBI. And uh, that's, that's where we're at in the United States of America. We have, we have multiple tiers of justice. We have asymmetrical justice. And um, with that, let's bring in our guests. And we have uh, not only Rebecca, but we have Todd Watkins as well. And uh, Todd, I know uh, you were down there when uh, you know, we got some great footage of the FBI acting like brown shirts and secret police. Uh, Rebecca, uh, welcome, uh, welcome today. The reason, uh, just for everyone watching, the reason I really wanted to be able to have you on is th this has to be fresh in everyone's memory. This has to be 
uh, top of mind, so to speak, to use the language of our darling in the White House. Uh, but uh, it's super important because what's going on is, uh, you know, you are unfortunately one of the canaries in the coal mines. Uh, so I, I want to give you a chance to, to speak and remind everyone what's happened. And, uh, and it's crucial that we support, uh, you know, people like yourself who are being persecuted by their own government. Uh, so, Rebecca, welcome. Thank you. It's good to be here today. Thank you for inviting me. I want people to know that I'm not here for me. I'm here because God placed me in this position uh, for a reason. And it's about us, U.S., the pe real people of the U.S. So let's <laughs> start. Yeah, let's start there, Rebecca, because I want to talk about the the hearings and, you know, the legal process that's playing out. But why were you there on January 6th? Let's start there. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, between a mar massive arsenal of top-tier firearms, competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, but you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online, available to everyone across the entire country. Well, I believe I was there because I, first of all, I guess the reason I, I would say, and I don't know if I, how much I want to say about this, but um, I became a Christian. I be, gave my heart to Jesus when I was a teenager. So that's over 50 some years ago, 55 to be exact. And when I gave my heart to Jesus, I just knew that my life was not my own. It didn't belong to me. So I was here on this planet for a purpose and for a reason. And that was to follow God and whatever he called me to do. And I've all through my life, I've been such a, an adamant follower of truth that I can't not do anything if it doesn't line up with truth. So, I mean, I could tell you a bunch of stories about myself where I stood up for truth when nobody else did. And so that's kind of what led me to be there that day, is and following truth. Yes, absolutely. And uh, we talk a lot on this show about being ambassadors of truth and how we have to stand up for the truth no matter who it implicates. So definitely appreciate that. You were at the Capitol uh, because you wanted to go and stand up for truth, uh, ostensibly the truth of the stolen election. Um, but you went to pray. And you you told me this story when we were down for your last hearing. And I want you to share with the audience what you you felt led, drawn to be there. 
um, to pray for our nation. Can you talk a little bit about that and how you ended up inside of the Capitol building? Um. <laughs> well, be, well, and I, be very careful. You don't need to go into, into much detail. Yeah. I know that you know the uh, the brown shirts are listening, so maybe that's yeah. maybe that's not something you need to get into. Yeah, I guess basically, my I would say that the foundation of my belief in our country stems from. Um, a lot of study in history. When I was um, homeschooling my children, I read a lot about um, early history. We did a lot of history. That was one of my favorite topics. My father was a history teacher in high school and a government teacher, by the way. <laughs> but he, um, uh, one of the things that always made an impression me studying the early history and back to the bar, way back to the pilgrims in 1620, um, the pilgrims before they stepped foot on the on off of the Mayflower compact Mayflower onto this country, they made a compact, and I believe it was a covenant made with God that said that this country they didn't know anything about it, but would be um, established for the glory of God and the advancement of the Christian faith. And when I studied that and I heard that, I'm a very strong believer in covenant. What whenever it takes its place, whether it's marriage or country, any godly principles. I stand for that, and that's one of the basic things I was able to do when I was praying at the Capitol that day. I there was a uh, <clears throat> a group of people that had were praying out in front of the Capitol, and that was one of the things that we were praying is that God would get glory in our country and to stand up for truth. So, Amen. And one of my fun. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. That it's beautiful, and it didn't used to be illegal. Um, Todd, I want to bring you in to this conversation. You have been, if, if I'm not mistaken, you've been uh, kind of supporting and, and standing next to shoulder to shoulder with Rebecca since even you were running for sheriff. This, is, this has been a long investigation. It's been a long uh, journey to get us to this point where we're actually having legal hearings. Uh, what has it been like for you to watch this? You know, obviously the audience knows you, but law enforcement background, federal agency background, what are you, what are your thoughts? It, it makes, it makes one heart sick, you know, to, to see people betray their oath the, and, and the badge, the way that I watched this happen. Um, FBI started this investigation with Rebecca, uh, geez, before the summer of 21, wasn't it, Rebecca? Um, April, and, April uh, 21. There you go, April. So now we're, you know, we're almost two years later, and this is still being dragged out. What happened to due process? What happened to, you know, uh, a speedy trial facing one's uh, accusers? Uh, if, if, they, if they would have proceeded with this when they first started, we, we'd be over. It, it, this would be done by now. Um, they're, they prolonged this, and I think that they prolonged this for uh, political efficacy for somebody else in this county. Uh, it, the, the FBI did. Mm. So, But to see the way that they're treating her, um, Rebecca just, just became a, a great-grandmother two days ago, and uh, she congratulations to Denver. She went. She went up to Denver on her own and surrendered to the FBI so they could bring these charges against her voluntarily. And uh, you know, you can you can fill in the blanks for me, Ash, because we were all there. Um, made her march around that block twice. I think it was 
And it was in freezing. In 19 degree weather. Yeah, uh, 19 freezing. degree weather it was. And um, you know, don't don't bring a jacket. Free. You're you're right. You know, probably close to hypothermic. And they would not approach. They would not approach. We didn't know where they were until Rebecca was all by her lonesome, because we all know how dangerous seventy year old about to be great grandmothers can be. Yeah. You know, when wanted uh, <laughs> with surrendering voluntarily and peacefully like that, and they 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 perp walked her into that courtroom, misdemeanor charges trespassing at best in in leg irons, handcuffs yeah. and leg yeah yeah i mean come on i brought felons into federal courthouses and they made us take the handcuffs off these people because they didn't want to if for, for initial hearings but to watch them do this and how many marshals were in that room seven eight maybe um yeah it, it, it's, it's interesting because i asked them right <laughs> the the marshal came in uh, and then, you know, sat, sat Rebecca in the jury box and then came over to our, our side where there was, yeah. I, I don't know, 20, 30 people, uh, who, who were there to support Rebecca in this proceeding and told us, don't look at her, don't smile at her, don't try to make any contact with her, don't try to get a message to her or you will be removed. And I said, can I ask a question? And he goes, nope. <laughs> the this, the this lawyer. Is our, this is our job. This yeah. is our government. This is our this government, is and this was was one of the marshals um, who who escorted uh, Rebecca into the room in sh in shackles, and then the lawyer came over, who I thought your public defender was excellent um, that day. She came over and and she said, "I can answer your questions." And I said, "Is it normal that she's shackled?" And she said, "Yes, every federal." Uh, defendant in any federal court is shackled and taught. It sounds like maybe that's not as, as black and white. Well, it, it would probably be uh, the protocols of that supervisory marshal in that district or what the court, what the judge wants in his courtroom. It just really, that's where we are innocent till proved guilty. I, I could understand if somebody was uh, accused of something extremely violent had been uncooperative, combative, right. but this is not that case. Again, she went up there on her own and had to convince the FBI to come find her on a street corner because they were scared of her. Yeah, and let's talk let, let's friend. talk about that for a second because I want to I want to co-sign what Todd is saying. So we walked we, first of all when we when we got there, we gathered in the parking lot, we prayed, we sang songs, um, we showed Rebecca a ton of love. And then the, the it, I don't know if it was the FBI or the marshals or whomever called and said, you got to come alone. Meet us at the street corners. That was the FBI. That was the FBI. And all of us that. were like, that's not happening. We're not, we're not like, you got to come alone. Meet us at a street corner and a black car is going to pick you up. That's the answer to turn yourself into the FBI. I'm sure I'm not the only one who was like, we'll never see her again if that happens. Right. So we went, we went with you. Marched down, went to the first place. Then they called and said, "Oh, you have crowds with you. It's an officer safety issue. You have to, you have to leave the crowd. They have to stay where they are, and we want you to walk around this other block." So we did that, right? Todd and I both walked with her, even though they said not to. <laughs> the rest of the crowd stayed behind us, but we're like, "This is super shady. This is not normal uh, behavior. She's here voluntarily to turn herself in." And you are acting super shady, and we're not cool with that. So we did walk over. It was very um, 
it was shifty, right? They pulled up they've one black car, then another black car, and you know, they're they're casting glances at us, uh, the the group of us that were at this point at a at a respectable distance so that they wouldn't feel like there was an officer safety issue. But the whole thing was very, very shady. And then to go into in my in my piece I wrote about this, it, when you walked into that courtroom, I felt like I got socked in the stomach seeing you, you know, treated, treated that way, treated, shackled and, and, you know, walked in that way, these big burly dudes, you know, treating you like some sort of criminal and you're not a criminal. You didn't, as far as I can tell, commit any crimes that weren't, uh, you know, made up laws that they've made up after the fact. So I'll ask you, Rebecca, what was that? What was that like for you? The, you know, and you don't have to go into too much detail. I know you, there's, there's things you don't want to say, but first of all, the, the, the morning situation, right? And the cold weather and the marching around the city of Denver to try and make the FBI comfortable. But then the walking into the courtroom, I mean, as an, as an observer, that was a significant moment for me. I don't think I'll ever forget it. What was that moment like for you? And real quick, guys, want to remind you of another one of our sponsors. Are the Biden administration's New Year's goals of tax and spend and turn a blind eye to inflation at odds with your goals of securing your savings? When you finally had enough of the games government is playing with your savings and retirement, diversify into gold with Birch Gold. I'm tired of my money being impacted by stupid decisions by leaders in Washington. For over 5,000 years, gold has withstood inflation, geopolitical turmoil, and stock market crashes. And here's the great news. You can still get it. In fact, you can hold gold and silver in a tax shelter retirement account. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text the word DAILY, D-A-I-L-Y, to 989-898 to claim your free info kit on gold. With almost 20 years experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals IRAs, Birch Gold can help you. Protect yourself with gold today by texting DAILY, D-A-I-L-Y, to the number 989-898. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews. Secure your future with gold. Start today with your free info kit. There's zero obligations to make this request. Just text DAILY, D-A-I-L-Y, to 989-898. Again, that's 989-898. It just, it didn't seem, I don't know, I, I, it's hard to describe how I felt when I walked into that courtroom, but um, <laughs> shuffled into the courtroom, actually, because mm-hmm. it's kind of hard walking, have your ankles shackled together. But it was, there was such a confidence, I guess, in me, knowing that I, I wasn't doing, I felt like I was doing what I was assigned to do on this planet, basically. And I just have to tell you, um, I really... I could feel such support, obviously, from the 20 to, or there were about 30 people that were with me before, you know, when you said you were praying for me and you, we sang songs together and there was no fear in me at all. I just felt this, this is a, an assignment from (laughs) heaven to, to be, and I actually felt like, um, I'm at a place where, um, how should I say that someone said, and they're putting it in a, a flyer that they would have made about me. And they put, Rebecca is us and we are Rebecca. Yes. And it just hit me. That's what we, you know, I'm just 
a grandmother who loves God, loves my country, and I love to pray. I love my family. And I'm standing for truth, not for myself, but it's before what's on God's heart. That's always been my on me on my heart is whatever's on God's heart. And I love my family and I I want to stand up for what's right for my children, my grandchildren, my great grandchildren, and however many generations are yet to come. But walking into that courtroom, I felt like it was almost like it felt like I was honored. I felt honored to be there in a way. I mean, that doesn't make sense to a bunch of people, but it makes sense to believers, though. Right. I mean, that makes sense (laughs) to believers. It's like, yeah, you know, you're going to suffer for the truth. That's part of the gig. Part of the game that I signed up for as a teenager. And I guess probably the other thing that probably impacted me, there were a lot of things that happened when I was in that cell, that prison cell, because it was almost like this can't be happening to me and not in a negative way, but it's almost like this is, I don't know if you say the word, if surreal describes it or whatever the word mm-hmm. is, I don't know. It's just not real. For some reason, this can't be yeah. real, not in a fearful or negative way, but uh, I just, I was in the, probably in that prison cell for about two to three hours altogether. And I've never seen what it looks like in a prison cell other than on TV or something like that. I don't have Todd's experience of working in that arena, but uh, I was in there for about half an hour, 45 minutes, and everything was metal, metal benches. Everything was cold and obviously like a, a prison is. And I was had ang- or I just had handcuffs on and I had a chain around my waist. Okay, and so that's fine. And then after I'd been there about 30 minutes, one of the U.S. Marshals came in. And he said, um, "There's two. there were two parts to the cell, an inner and outer part. And so he said, we're going to have to sh- shackle your ankles. And I had no idea why. So he got me out into the outer part and put the shackles on me and then on my ankles. And then I went back and he locked me up. And then as I sat down after he left and I was just looked down in those shackles on my on my ankles. And I looked at that little, that 18 inch chain and I just started crying, not for myself, but I realized that that I'm here for something bigger that I have no idea what it's about. No idea. And. The first thought that came to me, first of all, I felt like I got this thought. I have a, a living relationship with God. We talk back and forth and I hear, th- he talks to me through my thoughts. And I just felt the first thing I got, we well, haven't shed blood and my feet, there was no bloodshed. So I thought, okay, that's good. <laughs> and then I got this other thought that about what Jesus did for me, a scripture in the verse that taught in the Bible that talks about Jesus was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The, you know, chastising our peace was upon him. And I realized, oh, what you suffered to me, I just couldn't hold back the tears. I just thought, this is what God did for me. And I have, I don't deserve, I deserve this to be in a prison cell, you know? But then, then the next thought that came to me was, many were called, but you were chosen. Absolutely. And I, just thought, I thought, I, okay, I'm good. I can walk through this. I don't care what happens. I, I don't want to suffer whatever they might say to me because I don't think it's, it's like Todd said, you know, there's persecution for righteousness sake, I believe. You know, if you mm-hmm. stand for truth, you know that you're going to be persecuted. And, and I look at this not, as I said before, it's not about me. It's not about me at all. I have, I mean, and I, I have so many people that support me and stand with me. And that's what I felt when I was, you know, walked over by myself <laughs> to the FBI cars where they wanted it. And I think I might have said something to them. Why can't they come with me? You know, and I talked to Todd earlier today and I said, these are my friends. I mean, do you think that I look like somebody that would pick bad friends? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know I mean? don't pick bad friends. You know, I pick friends that love, 
love and believe in truth and stand with me. And I, I'm just so grateful in a way that I have an opportunity to do this for God, really, and for our country and for people like you and me and all of us that are listening, that hopefully are listening to this call because they believe in what we stand for. Oh, absolutely. And I have to say that throughout this process, as I've, you know, heard about your story and then got a chance to get to know you a little bit and witness, you know, a part of your story and and hearing you now, uh, and we're going to get into the legal (laughs) stuff here in just a second. I admire your courage so much. Um, You know, I'm reminded of when Paul, I think it was Paul and Silas were in prison and there was an earthquake, right? And the doors opened and they were able to leave and they didn't leave because, that was where God had put them, and that was where they were supposed to be. And I was like, as you're talking, I'm thinking, like, they could crack that place open, and she's not going to leave. She's going to stay there and pray, because that's where God wants her to be. Yeah. Yeah. So, Todd, yeah, Todd, you have been um, very a, a, a very strong ambassador for truth. Uh, in particular, I would say, uh, you know, as long as I've known you, very likely from what I know of you before that, but certainly since you left the, um, the Border Patrol, as you have participated in this and watched, like particularly, I, I want to know your reaction to the marshals, to the way the FBI, you know, what I, as I describe it, acts super shady with Rebecca. What, as, of, as, you know, somebody who put their hand on a Bible and swore the oath of office to the U.S. Constitution, what is that? You know, first of all, for you individually, what, how do you respond to what you're witnessing with federal overreach, not law enforcement broadly, but federal in particular? And is it, how do you feel in terms of numbers of people who are still kind of co-signing this tyranny? Border Patrol, I know you still talk to a lot of those guys. How, you know, we, we think of people who put their hands on the Bible and swear the oath as, being worthy of that oath. And we've seen, you know, we're talking about the speaker vote today. Certainly a lot of people violate their oaths. But when we think about law enforcement and the responsibility that comes with having the the power and weight and force of law enforcement, is, is it captured? Are our law enforcement establishment uh, institutions, are they fully captured? Are there still good people in there? I, I don't know. I'd like, I got to hope that there's still good people in there. Um, I can tell you that you have to develop yourself and, and kind of, you know, mature yourself as, as a, as an agent, as a, as an officer working in law enforcement to realize that you have to make decisions and based on what is, what is right. Uh, you're the, any Academy is only going to teach you. This is the law. You follow the law. You enforce the law to its, to its, minutest detail um but what we've come to learn and realize that's that's of imminent importance now is where where's the lesser magistrate you know where where are the people that are going to say no this is this is wrong we've clearly crossed a line now maybe some of these lines were where there was overreach wasn't it was blurry it was it was hazy especially when you're on the inside well are we over our skis here or or uh, yeah. are we still okay? No, not anymore. Not anymore. We 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 crossed that line as a government, as as enforcers of law. That how could you stay with this? How could you do this anymore? Look at look at what's happening here with Re- Rebecca. Is 
it, this, she's the poster child, the spokesmodel for what happens when the government goes off the rails. Yes. And it has. And 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 the, the FBI, I don't know if there's any good ones left. If they, if they the only potential salvageable, uh, redeemable ones are cowards. They're afraid of consequences on the job for not doing this. Leave. You have to leave. Yes. How can you do this anymore? Yeah. So you had the the hearing on December 20th here in federal court in Denver, at which point you had a hearing with the federal court in D.C. via Zoom scheduled for the 28th. Uh, that happened, and you have another hearing on the 19th. I know that you uh, have a hard stop, Rebecca, so tell us uh, a little bit about what happens on January 19th and then where people can find you and where they can support you. Okay. I had a, My next trial date was moved. My federal court hearing is January 19th at 11 o'clock by Zoom, Mountain Time, and I need to raise support to have an attorney there, I want an attorney to represent me. I had a public defender on my last hearing on the 28th, which just kind of a clearing thing to get me into the federal system rather than the Colorado Federal Court. And I hope to retain someone by before that so I, we can talk over my case. And if you want to support me, I'd love that. I I appreciate every dollar, whether it's a dollar or a, a thousand, it doesn't matter. You know, I just so appreciate people because it tells me that they want, they believe in truth as well as I do. So they can go to my um, fundraising site, which is givesendgo.com forward slash Rebecca Lovrens. And my name is up there on the screen. So, yep, that's it. And I'd love anything you can do would be great. But, and also appreciate your prayers. So a hundred percent will praying for me. I'll tell you, if I, I couldn't have done that by myself. I know God's on my side, but he's had physical people there to really support me. And you guys made so much to me. Thank you. Every one of you who have supported me. Oh, absolutely. So and we, oh, good. Everyone that supported me is so, were you talking to me? Yeah. Very yeah. dear to my heart. <laughs> means a lot. So for our audience, we definitely uh, have an expectation that you will go and support because we fight for for truth here on this show. We we are ambassadors of truth, every single one of us, whether you're behind the microphone or in the chat or just listening. And this is, as, as Todd said, she's the poster child for government overreach, for an out-of-control federal law enforcement establishment and apparatus. Um, we have to fight and it's 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 we have to fight it at, at, at a local individual level. There are people who have stepped out on that limb who are being persecuted by this government right now. Rebecca Lavrens is one of them. Everybody, please go and support Rebecca. Uh, Todd, where can people find you? And um, then we'll let you guys go. Hey, if I told you, I'd have to kill you where I am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I'm in El Paso County. I mean, I don't really uh, know. There is no more campaign. Um, if uh, if you want to get hold of me, you know, Ash, you can direct people to me or, or, or Rebecca as well. Absolutely. Um, but we 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 have to stand up. Now we, we we needed to stand up two years ago, but Amen. you know, if, if for anybody still sitting down, you know, just there she is. There, if you if you need if you needed a real compelling reason 
there she is. Her name is Rebecca Laverance. And, you know, I, I know, Rebecca, you didn't want to really talk about your time in the Capitol, but I have read the, the FBI affidavit on this. Um, according to the FBI, Rebecca was in the Capitol for a total of eight minutes and stayed within the ropes and spoke to Capitol security guards while she was inside. Uh, absolutely no evidence of wrongdoing. No, um, it, it's 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 making an example. Apollo, I think we can pull that down. Um they're, they're making an example of you, and we need to stand in the gap. This audience and, and people of freedom, liberty-loving people, broadly need to stand in the gap uh, for Rebecca LaVrenz, for the rest of the J6ers who are still being persecuted by this government, um, and for our kids and for our, our grandkids and our great-grandkids and, and their freedom. So uh, thank you both so much for coming on. Uh, we will definitely pray at the end of the show for your case and for you and for your courage. Um, I'm just, I'm so inspired by you, Rebecca. I, I, I can't even, and uh, words are my life. I can't put into words how much you inspire me with your courage and your faith and your trust in God, because that is what it's going to take. Can I say one more thing that you said, <laughs> you, you said it, but that's, that's why I'm on here because I hope, I know every single person on this planet, 8 billion of us, we're not put on here to just suck air <laughs> and take up space. We're here for a reason. We all have a part. And I hope this inspires anybody. If a granny at 70, a great grandma at 70 can do what God called me to do, then we all have a We all have something to do. Just step up and do it. And don't be afraid. Amen. Thank you both Amen. so much. Thanks. Thanks, Ash. Thanks, Paula. You got it. God bless Thanks, you Paul. both. You got it. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so one more time, that is <sighs> givesendgo.com forward slash Rebecca Lavrenz. That's R-E-B-E-C-C-A-L-A-V-R-E-N-Z. Uh, and Rebecca, if you're still listening, I gave you a donation for me personally while you were while you were talking earlier. So I know that we've we've had so many people on and all these J6 guests uh, that you know, we're, we're constantly being asked, give, give, give. But yes, that is, that is what we're here to do. You know, yeah. there's a, whatever that expression is, don't look into someone else's, uh, you know, cup to see if, if they have more than you, just make sure that they have enough. We've seen what some of these cases have done to other J6 uh, defendants and their families. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, we are asking if you're able, uh, do support Lebe uh, Rebecca, if nothing else share the interviews that that she's doing here and make sure that people understand that this is way past the point we should be uh we should be calling foul this is unacceptable it's two years it's been two years since january 6th and they're spending resources of the fbi not on fighting actual crime not on child trafficking not on all the unbelievable levels of actual corruption we have like you know kevin mccarthy they're going after a grandmother who just became a great grandmother. And, and one more time, congratulations to Rebecca mm -hmm. for that. They're going after a grandmother for going into a building, for showing up and praying eight minutes, doing nothing disorderly, causing no damage, no injury to anyone. And they're doing it in the name of an insurrection that we know to be a lie. God help these people when they sleep at night and God help them when they leave this earth. But we, for our part, have to stand up and... And it's time to call foul. So if you can't support her, please do so. Agreed. A hundred percent. 
Agreed. Um, she is incredibly courageous, and the the things that she just said on on screen here on the show are the same things that she was saying the morning as she was marching in to face the weaponized law enforcement apparatus. She is a woman of faith, and uh, I just I really am so inspired by her. Uh, you know, one of the things that well, we want real, real quick, yeah. just on that last point, uh, what what are they telling us with with an instance like Rebecca Lavrens, right? They don't care about you, and they're either so brazen that they just like what they're doing this just for just for kicks, or they're testing us to see how can, can we find some case. We've already seen the absolute lies from. <clears throat> oh, that hurt. You're not supposed to be yelling. Know, Your throat I hurts. <laughs> uh, that one did feel good. We've seen Jeremy Brown's case, so many others. We've seen what they're doing. We know that they instigated it. We know that they're behind it. We saw what they did in Michigan. Yeah. We've seen what they've done to President Trump. We've seen what they've done to so many people. We, we see what they've done censoring individuals on Twitter and other places. This, this is just so over the top. Two years later, they go after a, a grandmother. So consider this a test. Yeah. Are you willing to sit by and let them take one more of us because Rebecca Lauren Leverins, she is us. We are Rebecca Leverins. If they can do that and we do nothing, then we are signing our own ticket to go to whatever camp they want to put us in. Yeah. And it's that simple. This should outrage you and this should spur you to uh, get way more involved, to get in the gap, to uh, share stories like this, support Rebecca. And we need to put some pressure on in our communities uh, to end this charade because it's it's disgusting. It's way past the point, uh, you know, that that we can have any semblance of of peace with ourselves mm -hmm. if we do nothing. Yeah, I don't I don't generally uh, ask people to donate money to things, mostly because the economy is terrible, and most people that I know are actually struggling to make ends meet. So I don't ask. But if you're gonna uh, you know, buy a snack at the gas station. If you're going to buy a coffee, if you're going to give it to Rebecca instead, just this one time, doesn't have to be forever. Imagine if every single one of us gave a dollar or $5, those who can give more, give more. This could be me, right? Could be Apollo, could be Joe. This could be your grandmother, could be your mother, could be your sister. They are out of control. And against the backdrop that we see, uh, them shackling and, and shuffling Rebecca Lavrens through a politicized legal proceeding. We see, as Apollo said in the Twitter files, massive amounts of overreach, massive amounts of civil liberty violations by the very same FBI. Uh, the, the fact that they're allowed to continue their agenda right now in, in the midst of being so thoroughly revealed as unconstitutional, at best, treasonous, at worst, uh, I think is, is, is really something to behold. This is a moment in history uh, that we're living that is going to be talked about for generations. And part of that is, you know, what we're seeing with January 6th. You know, one of the things that I want to see investigated by the new House of Representatives is the January 6th committee. I want to see how that committee was allowed to bring forth so many people, people like Cassidy Hutchinson, who lied, 
right? Told an absolutely false story, cited Secret Service agents in her story, and then it turned out to be false. And the Secret Service agent said, yeah, no, that didn't happen. Did she get in trouble? Did she get in trouble for lying to Congress? Did she, did, did Cassidy Hutchinson? No, of course not, because she's on the side of the left. She's on the side of the establishment, I should say. And there are no rules for people on the side of the establishment. They manipulate and bend and twist rules so that they can subjugate you and enrich themselves. Think so, what they did in Jeremy Brown's case. The evidence that, that they had to throw out, you know, that classified information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, are you kidding me? They had the J6 committee reading from teleprompters. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's absolutely right. It's theater. But it's theater. It's immersive theater, right? This is interactive theater. This is, it's, it's like uh, going to the, the crime dinner, right, where you solve, the, you solve the crime. You have that dinner theater thing where, where, you know, somebody dies and it's all a show and you figure it out. Only the people really are dying. The, the people in this show are really being impacted. They're having their names ruined, their lives ruined. They're being put in shackles and in prison for praying that's happening right now in the United States of America under this administration, under this weaponized law enforcement apparatus. And we have to stop it. And a key part, of the, really, one of the only ways that we have to stop this is to have a check on the executive branch. Now, there wasn't a red wave, right? There was a red sprinkle. And I have talked a lot about this. I've written extensively about how the red wave was a projection off of a generic congressional ballot. As the ballot got more specific, and by that I mean as they manipulated caucuses, manipulated assemblies, stole primaries, as they, the they, the thems, they, led by, in this instance, Kevin McCarthy, who poured money into uh, the races of his friends, to overturn the local will of the people, the will of the people that was determined in the local processes, poured money, so much money that with wasn't didn't J.D. Vance didn't he pour so much money against him and then had to turn around and and support him after the fact? Why that was McConnell? I think why? Um, because they're manipulating elections. It's never been about the will of the people. It's about the will of the party. And that's what we're seeing play out on the speaker vote. We're seeing the will of the party. We're seeing 20 people, and 21 if you want to count Victoria Sparts, who has voted present, because she's not going to participate in the theater, um, but she's realized that Kevin McCarthy doesn't have the vote. So props to her. 20, 21 people. Standing the gap for liberty. 21 people who are saying, you know what? The status quo of this party, the leadership that got us to this point where the red wave didn't materialize, it's that leadership that has failed so epically. It's that leadership that failed to do anything in the past to stop what we've seen over the past two years. So why does Kevin McCarthy get the job because it's his turn. We're watching because it's his turn. We're seeing 10 rounds of voting because it's his turn. Nothing disgusts me more than because it's his turn. It's his turn to be third in line for the presidency. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. The the people of the United States, and <coughs> by extension, the representatives that they elect, they decide whose turn it is. Yeah. Your seniority, whatever you think you have accomplished, whatever you think you deserve, it does not apply. Just like it does not apply in elections. Sorry to tell you. Sorry to tell all these people, these Democrats and these rhinos, these deep state little uh, pieces of of uh, expired foliage. I don't know where that term came from. Um, that's not how it works. Right. That's not how it works. And uh, Self-reliance, independence, control over our own lives. These are the things we talk about a lot here at Conservative Daily. That's why we want to talk to you about Air Medicare Network's Fly You Home. It's the best way we know to keep control of your medical care should you find yourself hospitalized far from home. A Fly You Home membership gives you the option to be transported from that faraway hospital to one close to home so you can recover near friends, family, and your own doctor. And Fly You Home takes care of absolutely everything from Hospital A to Hospital B at no extra charge. Membership is amazingly affordable. $159 a year covers everyone in your home. We've arranged for our listeners to get up to a $100 e-gift card with a new membership. Just use code CONSERVATIVE, C-O-N-S-E-R, V-A-T-I-V-E. Be sure you're the one making decisions about your health and healing. Go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash conservative today. That's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash conservative. Use code conservative, C-O-N-S-E-R-V-A-T-I-V-E. I mean, the uh, did you see Patty McMurray's article about the... I didn't, but card? I have to interrupt you. I don't know if you have the ability to go live to the speaker vote, but for the first time, we're in the 11th round of voting Kevin now. Kevin McCarthy has failed 10 times. No, he's, he's, he's already failed 11 times because there's seven votes, not for him. But uh, for the first time in 11 rounds of voting... Somebody formally nominated Trump, so his name is up on the jumbotron, up on the counter. Now, Matt Gates voted for Trump twice, uh, twice I believe. I think he went back to her in the tenth round. Um, voted for Trump twice. So when she reads the official record of the vote, it says the Honorable Donald John Trump received one vote. Honorable John, Donald John Trump from the state of Florida has received one vote. Uh, that's happened twice. Now, he's uh, he's on the board. So that's nice. I do think this is one of the most entertaining things around. It has to con- totally consumed my life. I Yes, I believe it's all theater. Yes, I think McCarthy is probably going to be the speaker, although that's becoming less likely. Because the 21 people, they're, they're pretty firm, which is nice. It's nice to see some some representatives that have a spine, that have convictions that they're willing to stand by. I hope it stays. I hope it sticks. I hope they keep their convictions. So I'm gonna pull up the uh, I'm gonna pull up the broadcast real quick before we go on. Um, New Year's has come and gone, so go check out my pillow <laughs> and uh, bring in 2023 the comfortable way. You can use promo code CD21 up to 80 percent off for New Year's specials. Uh, go check him out. If there's one person that in this fight for the sake of our country, we should uh, protect and we should support. Mike Lindell is definitely on my list. Uh, so please uh, go do that. And, uh, you know, after you're done supporting Rebecca Lorenz, uh, if you haven't already, I did. So uh, if you can, please do so. Uh, we will be 
jumping off of the Frank speech on Lindell TV in the next few minutes. So if you are over there, uh, you can hop on over to Rumble or to conservative-daily.com uh, and uh, catch what's coming after the 1700 Mountain Time Hour. Uh, let me see if I can pull this in live. I'm going to put up RSBN's feed because why not? Do they have a counter? I need the counter. They have a counter and it has okay. Trump. It has Trump at zero. In the 10th round, there was like for half of it, they dropped the counter and it really screwed with my ability to track it. Messed with? Sorry. <laughs> still, still on Frank's feet. McCarthy. Yeah, there's Fallon. eight votes against, uh, or eight votes not for McCarthy now. Fallon. Finstra. Oh, there McCarthy. Behind the feed. Ferguson. McCarthy. Finstad. McCarthy. Fishbach. Fishbach, McCarthy, Fitzgerald, McCarthy, Fitzpatrick. I see people in the comments saying McCarthy. Jake Angeli for speaker. That would be a trip, wouldn't it? Who? Fleischman. The Q shaman. McCarthy. Oh, God. America's uh, America shaman. That'd be funny. Jeffries. Flood. McCarthy. Foster, Jeffries, Fushi, Jeffries, Fox, McCarthy, Lois Frankel, Jeffries, C. Scott Franklin, McCarthy, Frost, Jeffries, Fry, McCarthy, Fulcher, McCarthy, Gates, Trump. Nice. Gallagher, Gallego, oh, crap. Jeffries, Garamendi, Jeffries. Garbarino. Garbarino. Mike Garcia. McCarthy. Robert Garcia. Jeffries. Garcia of Illinois. Jeffries. Garcia of Texas. Jeffries. Jimenez, McCarthy, Golden of Maine, Jeffries, Goldman of New York, Jeffries, Gomez, Gomez, Tony Gonzalez, McCarthy, Vicente Gonzalez, Jeffries, 
Good of Virginia. Hearn. I think that's a switch from Donald's to Hearn on him. Gooden of Texas. <coughs> McCarthy. And by the way, way to go, Gates, for uh, following through. Because you said that. Donald's. That was like months ago. He said yeah. he would nominate Trump. So uh, high five to, to Matt Gates <coughs> for nominating him. Jeffries. Yeah. And uh, I think Ranger. this is actually spectacular because now McCarthy. you start to see Graves of Louisiana. a little bit more shiftiness, I think. And I think as this continues, you're going to see some people expose themselves a little bit. Graves of Missouri. McCarthy. Green of Tennessee. McCarthy. Green of Texas. Oh, shut up. What do you think the, uh, what do you think the likelihood that uh, people actually start shifting to Trump in some of the later rounds? I'd love it. Jeffries. I don't, I don't know how realistic it is, but I would Green love it. Green of Georgia. McCarthy. She's still on McCarthy. Griffith. McCarthy. Grijalva. Jeffries. Five present. Grothman. It's other slash present, I think. Nobody has voted present oh, yeah. yet. Grothman. The C-SPAN has a better McCarthy. ticker. Yeah, she spins Guest. being a little bit weird for me. McCarthy. Guthrie. McCarthy. Who did Gosar vote for? Hageman. Can you back that up? McCarthy. Carter of California. Jeffries. Harris. Hearn. Harris. Oh, Gar sorry. Donald's was Gosar. Uh, Gosar was Donald's. I got it already. McCarthy. Yeah, okay. Carter of California, Jeffries, Harris. The Hearn. next dissenting vote that we are, uh, Harris, yeah. The next dissenting vote that we are uh, expecting is Anna Paulita Luna. So if anybody McCarthy. dissents prior to Luna, that's an that's an ad. Hayes. Hey guys, welcome to Forward. We're a new type of doctors. Oh, good. Oh, what happened? Houlihan. Jeffries. Jeffries. I just switched over to C-SPAN. Hoyer. Okay. Jeffries. Their counter is better Hoyle and it's more up to date. Those others are Donald's votes. Hudson. McCarthy. Huffman. Jeffries. Huizinga. McCarthy. Hunt. Hunt, McCarthy, Isa, McCarthy, Ivy, Jeffries, Jackson of Illinois, Jeffries, Jackson of North Carolina, Jeffries, Jackson of Texas, McCarthy, Jackson Lee,
Jeffries. Jacobs. Jeffries. James. McCarthy. Jayapal. Jeffries. 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 <laughs> I love that. Not them clapping, the picture you put up. <laughs> Just so everyone could see what Ash is talking about. Donald Trump's last post about an hour ago is this Jeffrey. photo. <laughs> Johnson of Louisiana. That is awesome. Got him. <laughs> that is McCarthy. so awesome. I got to grab that and put it on Twitter. Just Johnson flip, of Ohio. Flip people out. McCarthy. Johnson of South Dakota. McCarthy. Jordan. McCarthy. Joyce of Ohio. Joyce of Ohio. Joyce of Pennsylvania. McCarthy. Kemlogger Dove. Jeffries. Captor. Jeffries. Kane of New Jersey. McCarthy. Keating. Jeffries. Kelly of Illinois. You know, Jeffries. having that picture, it, 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 I just got all excited. We're never going to have to see Nancy sitting back there in a Kelly state of the union again. Kelly of Pennsylvania. Good stuff. <laughs> Kana. Jeffries. Higgins of Virginia. McCarthy. Kildee. Jeffries. Kylie. McCarthy. Kilmer. Kilmer. Kim of California. McCarthy. Kim of New Jersey. Jeffries. Krishnamurthy. Jeffries. Custer. Jeffries. Kustoff. McCarthy. LaHood. McCarthy. Loida McCarthy Lamalfa Lamalfa Lamborn McCarthy Landsman Jeffries Langworthy McCarthy Larson of Washington Jeffries. Larson of Connecticut. <coughs> Jeffries. Latta. McCarthy. The Turner. The Turner. Lawler. On behalf of New York 
the Tappan Zee Bridge that they've been refabricating, refurbishing, doing construction on the entire Jeffries, time that I've been alive. Of Florida. McCarthy. Lee of that and the Verrazano. Lee of Nevada. Lee of Pennsylvania. Jeffries. Ledger Fernandez. Jeffries. Lesko. Lesko. Letlow. Letlow. Levin. Jeffries. Lou. Jeffries. Lofgren. Jeffries. Loudermilk. McCarthy. Lucas. McCarthy. Lukemeyer. McCarthy. Luna. Luna. Donalds. She has not changed. Anna Paulina Luna has voted for McCarthy. Donald since the fourth round. In the first three rounds, she voted for Jordan. Jeffries. Mace. McCarthy. Magaziner. Jeffries. I do look forward to Ali seeing Otakis. Jordan smash some heads in some McCarthy. of these hearings. In the judiciary? Oh, yeah. Mann. McCarthy. Manning. Mary Miller Jeffries. is who we expect to dissent next. Massey. McCarthy. Mast. McCarthy. Matsui. Mast is interesting. Jeffries. He gave the ninth McCarthy. round nomination speech for Kevin Jeffries. McCarthy. And it was McCarthy. a notably different uh, type of speech. McCarthy. Because he was actually speaking to the dissenters and speaking to their concerns. Um, it was the most persuasive, influential nomination of McCarthy that I've heard in the 11 rounds. Um, and obviously we didn't hear the 11th McCall. round because we were talking about, talking about other things during McClain. that time. Um, McCarthy. But we largely McClain have talk. not seen them McCarthy. attempt to persuade McCullough. the dissenters. We've Jeffries. seen more, you know, this is, this is theater, you're, McCormick. you know, mocking them, belittling McCarthy. them. Mast uh, was the only McCarthy. one who spoke to their concerns. I, th I thought that that was notable, but didn't carry on into McGovern. subsequent rounds. Jeffries. McHenry. McCarthy. Meeks. Jeffries. Menendez. Jeffries. Ming. Jeffries. Muser. Muser. Infume. Jeffries. Miller of Illinois. Donalds. Donalds again. So Mary Miller has voted for Donald since the fourth round, like Anna Paulina Luna. She voted for Jordan Miller the first three Ohio. rounds. 
She has not changed her vote McCarthy. since the fourth round. Miller of West Virginia. McCarthy. Miller Meeks. McCarthy. Mills. McCarthy. Molinaro. McCarthy. Molinar. McCarthy. Mooney. McCarthy. Moore of Alabama. McCarthy. Moore of Utah. Moore of Utah. Moore of Wisconsin. Jeffries. Moran. McCarthy. Morelli. Jeffries. Moskowitz. Jeffries. Moulton. Jeffries. Mervan. Jeffries. Mullen. Jeffries. Murphy. McCarthy. Nadler. Jeffries. Napolitano. Jeffries. Neal. Jeffries. Nagoose. Jeffries. Nels. McCarthy. Newhouse. McCarthy. Nickel. Jeffries. Norcross. Jeffries. Norman. Donalds. Byron Donalds has voted, or Byron Donalds, Ralph Norman has voted for Byron Donalds again. He's changed his vote a couple of times. In the first round, he voted for Biggs. McCarthy. Second round, Jordan. Third round, Jordan. And he's been straight for Donald since the fourth round. Obernolte. McCarthy. Ocasio-Cortez. Jeffries. Ogles. Donalds. Ogles has been consistent on Donald since the fourth round. Omar. He voted for Jordan in the first three Jeffries. rounds. That's Andy Owens. Ogles. McCarthy. Pallone. Jeffries. Palmer. Palmer. McCarthy. Panetta. The next dissenting Jeffries. vote in line is Scott Perry. Pappas. Jeffries. Pappas, like you. Pasquale. Not like me. <laughs> Jeffries. <laughs> Payne. <laughs> Jeffries. Pelosi. Jeffries. Paltola. Jeffries. Pence. McCarthy, Perez, Jeffries, Perry, Donalds, Peters, Jeffries, Pedersen, Jeffries, Pfluger, McCarthy, 
All right, Phillips. so that's a you can pull this down. Uh, that's a, a, a happy look at what we've seen the past Jeffers. three days. We have not seen any material vote changes, a couple of swaps of candidates in the dissent, but no material vote changes uh, in this round so far. There are still one, two, three, four, five votes that we accept, expect to dissent from McCarthy, and there's a couple of votes that haven't, a couple of people that haven't voted yet. So we'll see how it ends up at the end. I will be covering the speaker vote until they adjourn on my Twitter at Ash in America, Ash with an E at Ash in America. If you want to watch live stream, they are uh, streaming this, I believe, over on Badlands. But uh, we got stuff to do. So we are going to uh, sign off here. Apollo, do you want me to pray? Yeah, for my voice sake, that'd be great. Sure, you got um, it. I would just say, everyone, I've, again, support Rebecca. And remember, we are winning. This is unprecedented, and it's good. And also, if you could say a few prayers for Joe. Joe, I believe, is still at the hospital. Uh, yeah. And he is, uh, they're doing some test to see what's going on uh but you know he's he's been in a lot of pain and uh so if he could you know send some prayers uh towards joe so that he recovers quickly and he, he gets to go home uh you know we miss him here already but always um but yeah so and i will tell the audience i gave apollo a hug for all of you today because he's back and we missed him so much uh, we don't have any image. We're still looking at Trump trolling the speaker. Uh, I just don't think it's an appropriate visual for a while, I pray, but you know. Sorry. I, <laughs> I forgot that was up there. All right. Um, I, you know what? Hold on. Can I put one image up real quick before we pray? It's your show, baby. You can do whatever you want. No, it's not the apology. The Apollo show. That's coming Apo right a Apollo Politics. optimism. Apollo optimism. Apocaloptimism. Apollo optimism. This <laughs> this one just made me laugh. I can't remember who sent me uh, who sent me this one. But after now 10, 11 rounds, we're going on of the speaker vote. Uh, there's a new CAPTCHA that is being shown on uh, some Google accounts. Oh, I love it so much. Select all speakers in this picture. Uh, <laughs> Make sure you don't select the not a speaker. Yes, there are seven speakers in that picture. Two of those photos are not speakers, and both of them are of Kevin McCarthy. So. Yeah, and, and the dissent is holding. Look, he cannot have more than four people dissent. If the, the number of Republican votes not for McCarthy hits five, the round is lost. So we're watching because I, you know, I'm I've got this whole spreadsheet. I'm tracking, you know, not just who votes what, but in each round, who changes their vote, who shifts back and forth. Um, and uh, I, like I said earlier, I think this is just the the best live TV out there because you know this is the most interesting that Congress has been in a hundred years. And uh, you know, we're 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 watching it happen, watching it unfold. And there's 21 people that are standing in the gap for liberty. There's 21 people that are standing up and saying we are done with politics as usual. We don't think that the party that lost the red wave, the leadership of the party that lost the red wave, the leadership of the party that has alienated the base, the leadership of the party that looks a whole lot like the other side of the aisle, 
they don't get to fail upwards. There's this this thing in politics where people just keep failing upwards. And Kevin McCarthy, he belongs in the Beto and Stacey Abrams camp. Ten rounds, bro. Eleven. Eleven rounds you've now lost. You're done. You don't have the votes. Time to find another guy. Move but your stuff it's entertaining. out of the office. Enter- yeah. Squatting in the speaker's office. That's going to be embarrassing. I wish that I was in D.C. so I could go and cover him moving out of the speaker's office. <laughs> that would be awesome. All right. I'm going to pray, and then uh, we're going to get out of here. We will, uh, we're doing Twitter spaces uh, on a somewhat regular basis. Tomorrow afternoon, so after the morning show, before the evening show, there's, I'm going to tell this story really quick if that's okay. Last night I was in uh, one of Michael Corey's Twitter spaces. Uh, you know, everybody knows Michael Erickson Report, friend, friend of the show. If you have not sent the Erickson Report to your legislators, make sure you do that because that is very important. But uh, he was hosting a Twitter space on beautiful, brave new world and kind of how are we going to rebuild in that Twitter space, which was like five hours long. um, God brought together four women who are Bible believing, liberty focused, and all survivors of child child sexual abuse. And in the midst of that Twitter space, we decided that we were going to do a woman-focused Twitter space where we talk about things like motherhood. Um, we talk about the, the female anatomy and how it's miraculous. We talk about all sorts of things. And we talk about the role of women in society from a biblical standpoint and um, how it's been perverted. So we're going to be doing that Twitter spaces tomorrow after this morning show. Uh, watch my Twitter for that, Ash in America, Ash with an E. Uh, we will we'll be doing that. That will be very, very interesting, not just for women. Anybody, anybody can join, but women are definitely going to be driving that conversation. Um, and it's just, you know, God is in everything that we're doing right now. It's, it, this is such an incredible time to be alive. It is a time that, you know, when we were listening to um, Rebecca Lavrin's saying how she felt honored when the marshals brought her shackled into the courtroom. She felt honored because she, 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 she heard God speak into her spirit. You were chosen for this. And we're all chosen for something at this time in history, at, at this time of division, of lies, of living in the midst of the great American gaslight, we are all chosen. I've talked a lot over the past two years about skills, talents, and passions. Find that thing for you. Find whatever it is for you where you feel like you're doing what you were born to be doing. That's what you're supposed to be doing for the liberty movement, for the freedom movement. That's what you're supposed to be doing to save the country. And Rebecca Grandma, uh, Rebecca Grandma, Rebecca Lovrens is a praying grandma, right? Great, great grandma, praying great grandma now. She was put here to pray. And she's going to pray even if it's in prison. And that's the kind of spirit that we have to have. So I'm going to go ahead and pray so we can get out of here. Thank you, everybody, for joining. Please go support givesendgo.com slash Rebecca Lovrens. If you uh, can, please be generous and, and give because she is looking at some hefty legal fines to fight the state.
Father God, we just want to... I just want to give you all the glory and all the honor and all the praise that we live in this time of chaos. We don't know what's real. Everything is lies and betrayal seems around every corner, Father God, that we know that you're holding it all, that you're in control, that you are the God that parted the Red Sea. You're the God that closed the mouth of the lions. You're the God that moves mountains, and we know that you can move ours. Father God, I just pray that every one of us can have the faith of Rebecca, that we can get comfortable in our relationship with you, with knowing that whatever happens, you're going to work it out for our good. Wherever we end up, it's where you put us. And the only way that we can have that confidence, Father God, is if we are staying in the center of your will. And I just pray that you would speak to the hearts of everybody that's listening to this broadcast. Lord, I pray that you would be real to them, that you would be magnified in their life, that your spirit would descend upon them and that they can know, that they can see with your eyes that their heart will break for the things that break your heart. And that you would help us to know what our next step is in the center of your will. We don't have to have it all figured out. We certainly don't. We watch the the creations of, of man and the chaos that ensues. And we know, Lord, that when we're not, when we don't have our eyes fixed on you and we're not, openly honoring you when we're not trying to walk in the center of your will. It all feels like chaos. But we know, Lord, that we were put here in this time, in this space, in the circumstances that we're in because you have work for us to do. So, Father God, I just ask that you would let let us know. Let all of us know what it is that we're supposed to be doing and then give us the courage to do it, Lord. Help us not to to lose faith, help us not to succumb to doubt. We're in a, a world of, of lies. It's one big illusion, Lord, but you are the rock that we can cling to. You are, you are the, the shelter from the storm, and we know that you carry us, Lord, when, when we need it, when we can't stand any longer. Father God, I just thank you for everybody listening. I pray for Rebecca. I pray for her legal counsel. I pray that you would overwhelm her fundraising efforts, Father God, that you would fill up her storehouses and overflow them. And I pray that you would just continue to use her in such a mighty way to be such an inspiration and give her the peace that surpasses all understanding to know that you are in control of it all. Father God, we just, we love you. You get all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. Without you, we are nothing. We can do nothing. And so we keep our eyes fixed on you, Father God, and just pray for the strength and courage to do what you'd have us to do. I thank you for this show. I thank you for this audience, Lord, and what a time to be alive. Thank you for choosing me. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Oh, Apollo's gone, and there's a new new producer behind the... the, I got producer Zach in the house. All right. Was it was it was it something I prayed? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
yeah. <laughs> made him leave. All right. All right. So it's a live show uh, every day, Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time, 12 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We will see you guys tomorrow. Uh, Head over to Badlands to watch the speaker vote coverage if you are as much of a nerd about it as I am. And God bless. We'll see you tomorrow. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Facts Blast, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.